But all you have to do is praise God. Yeah. Delight yourself in the Lord. He yeah. sings in the 37th Psalm. He'll give you desire. You don't have to go anywhere. Just delight yourself in it. Be, be glad about it. You have to go to the Lord. He will give you the desire. All right. I want to say this to you. Uh, uh, <coughs> Sister Williams, the other Williams, she called me this morning. She's in Gastonia, North Carolina, on the way to Birmingham. She called me. She called yesterday. She said, I think she left word with Sister McGrath. She said she thought she better call instead. And said uh, she thought she better call. Let us know where she was. And I know where the friends were. All the way down there. And we thank the Lord. I know where that is. Well, it's Gastonia. I spent a night there back in '83 when I drove down to Birmingham by myself. And I came back. And I spent the night there in Gastonia. That's where.
He let us still stay. He let him be righteous. He let him be righteous. I thank the Lord that I'm holy this morning. Sanctified. I was hoping to know that word means it means he set aside for the service of God. Amen. There's no mysterious cult. Holiness is a way of life and living. I'm sanctified. I'm set aside for the service of God. Praise the Lord. When you come in here, the teams that you're sitting on are sanctified because of the service of God. Hallelujah. Thank God. And I'm satisfied because I am filled with the precious gift of the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Hallelujah. Paul asked some folks that question when he noticed there wasn't anything spiritual about him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He said, Have you received right. the Holy Ghost? Thank you, Jesus. Since you believe. Thank you. They said, Well, we, 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 one thing about it was when, when Paul told him about it, there wasn't any more argument about it. No more debate, no more question. They were baptized. Not in the name of the Father. Not in the name of the Son. Not in the name of the Holy Ghost, but in the name of Jesus Christ, who is the Father. Who is the Son. Who is the Holy Ghost. Thank you. We're going to get to in the book of Ephesians, chapter number two. Then we're going over to St. John, chapter number 10. And it says these words, And you have he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. Wherein in time past you walked according to the course of his work. According to the prince of the power of oh, yeah. the spirit that now worketh in the children of the soul. You see, unless God is quickening you, giving back a spiritual life, you still belong to Satan. Uh-huh. So we're supposed to say, I'll follow with God in heaven. Unless they've been born again, praise our God. You don't have one up there. Uh-huh. This is Satan's kingdom. Jesus. Well, God said, I'll follow with God in heaven. Thy kingdom come. Praise the Lord. Amen. It says, among whom also we all had our conversation time past, and the lust of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as us. We were in that condition. Because mm-hmm. we were born in a state of condition of sin. But I heard mm-hmm. a songwriter. Write the song. I know the Lord laid his hands on me. Thank you. The Lord laid his hands on me. I've never been the same since. Something happened to me. I became a new creature in Christ. The Bible says, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Say you're a child of God, you say you're a Christian. The word Christian means Christ-like. Uh-huh. And he said, Be ye holy, 
You got holy, you're not even a Christian. You're a member of a church, a local assembly. You're not even a member of God's church. God's church is made of a body of baptized spiritual believers. Made of Jews and Gentiles. Hallelujah. We don't understand what we're saying when we say we're Christians. Hallelujah. But Paul says, thank God I'm asleep. Uh -huh. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, uh -huh. even when we were dead in sin, have quickened us together with Christ. By grace he are saved. And have raised us up together. And made us sit together in heavenly places where while we had it, I want you to look at it number one in chapter number five. The word dead there. A lot of folks don't know what death is. Mm -hmm. This is a spiritual death. See, you're already dead physically until you reconcile back to God. I'll let that later on. You're born dead mm -hmm. and dying. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. But it said, spiritual death is the state of the natural unregenerate man as still in his sins. Amen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> See Ephesians 2 and 1? Mm -hmm. All right. Alienated from the life of God and destitute of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. I want the word of God say, now if any man have not the Spirit of Christ, <laughs> if you're destitute of the Spirit of God, how can you belong to God? So God said, any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is not a Then it goes on to say, prolonged beyond the death of the body. Spiritual death is a state of eternal separation from the Lord. And conscious suffering. That's why the rich man prayed out, God cried out, my soul is being tormented. He was aware that he was burning in hell's spot. Jesus. This is called See, praise our God, this physical death down here is just a gateway to, to, the, to the hell spot of paradise with Jesus. Uh -huh. But the real death is a second death. Where will you be, praise our God? Bible said there's a time to be born and a time to die. Right. And then Job said, man, give him up the ghost. And where is he? Yes. That all depends on what you do with the time that God has given you. God has given every man a chance to set his life in order. Mm -hmm. That's why he said the day that you hear the heart. The heart has to Forget about all this foolishness and all these blessings and all this other stuff. Like that. you got to get yourself saved. Thank you. Church is not a social club. A church, God stands the church for folks to get saved. Uh -huh. It's time for people to stop this whole funny business out here and, and going on and anything where, where, where they didn't get some members in it. Pray the Lord and going to the gay houses and doing a book with them folks. Pray the Lord and going over here and doing a boogie woogie with these folks and taking a bus ride on out to Las Vegas with them folks. Pray the Lord, God, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. God got no business. Pray the God in Atlantic City pulling all the, on the hammer. <laughs> All of you in Christ. Hallelujah. Let's thank this kind of like it is. Jesus. 
Christ didn't die, praise our God, for you to pray, church. some other way, the same as a thief and a robber. But he that entered in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Then he drops on down to verse number 9 and says, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. And he shall go in and out and find pasture. Now, the thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more than I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. I want to emphasize that I am drunk. Yes. I am Amen. the good shepherd. Jesus Christ is God. Yes. Because praise our God is God that told Moses yes. to go down and tell the people that, I, that, that God has sent him to go in to do battle and talk to Pharaoh and the folk want to know who gave him their authority and who sent him? Mm-hmm. God told us to tell him that I am, that I am. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. And I am here in the form of identical devotion. Yes. Jesus is God. Yes. That's why Jesus Christ was able to stand in the synagogue and make the statement before Abraham was, I am. Thank God I know who Jesus is. Hallelujah. Folks are going to hell because of tradition. Praise the Lord. I heard somebody say, Praise our God. If mother don't want to go, I'll journey on. Father Peter said the same. You're saved. Just towards God's generation. When he got up and preached the very first sermon, preached in the New Testament church, praise our God and told the whole house of Israel. Praise our God that they had crucified. Both Lord and Christ. And the Bible said they were pricked in their heart. And they had a question and said, Men and brethren, what shall we do about it? Praise our God. And Peter didn't bite his words. He said, Praise our God to repent. Be godly sorrow. Every one of you, praise our God. And be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Thank you, Jesus. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. He didn't say, praise God. He was just carrying out what Jesus told him to do, but Jesus was about to leave. That's mm -hmm. right.
and his own deceived him not. But as many have deceived him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God. Hallelujah. I thank God. I know what the word of God is saying. Jesus Christ came now to save the whole nation, Israel collectively, and the whole nation of people. But they rejected him. And when they rejected him, God began to call out individuals. Whosoever will, let him come. God called you and you and you and you. That's how you got saved. Praise the Lord. He, he, he just set the nation aside. Praise God. God until the seventh week of Daniel's vision. But until that time, he's still saying, yet the day that you hear my voice, the heart, not your heart, and whosoever will, let him come. Praise the Lord. And he made it possible, too. Because he said, you whom he has quit. He was dead and trespassed. See, you couldn't ever go back to Jesus in the state that you were born in. Let me get over here if I can't get to this state. Now, now, what the world needs to know today more than anything else is how to live. And how to have eternal life. And that was Christ's mission. That's the topic this morning. Christ's mission. And that was his mission here on earth. To teach us how to live and to give us, I say give us, eternal life. You see, eternal life is a gift of God. Can't work for it. That's why we don't sell anything yet. So the Bible says, well, by grace are you saved through faith. And that not of yourself is a gift of God, not of works. Let's let a man say, well, you can't work your way ahead. Can't no preacher put you in there with your dad either. Say, God, there ain't no redemption on the other side of the cross. You got prayed today is the day of salvation. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So foolish. Praise our God. I don't care what folk do. Praise our God when they die. Praise our God. The people stand up there and tell them God loved them so well. Praise our God that he took them on up there with him. Praise our God. But I don't want to go up there anyhow. Praise our God. I want to be with the Lord Jesus Christ when he set up his millennium kingdom. And when he said, praise our God, I want to be with him and reign with him with his death flag. He told John when John was on the island of back in the show, John, a new and a new the Bible just said we're going to meet him in the clouds. Uh -huh. Hallelujah. Praise God, bro. Now, let's go. And, but you know, it's God's will that we live and come to a glory. Folks don't have to die the way they die now. Youngsters out here die. 14 and 15 years old. They don't have to do that. God didn't plan that place. You see, the Bible says that thou shalt go from our fathers in peace. And thou shalt be buried in a good old age. Mm -hmm. People today are dying so early because they're living too fast. And my friends, when we live two days in one, you're going to die before your time. We're living too fast to, to take time to thank God when we get up in the morning. I'm talking about sleep, folks. We just take God for granted. Living too fast to thank God for our lives and the help. That we enjoy. Jesus. I was over to the hospital yesterday to see my aunt. You know, and, I, and you know, I, I just said, this, 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 this Christmas, she was at our fellowship dinner, and then she'd been over here a couple of times. And my mind began to, to, to think, you know. Let's face it, when you start getting up there, you know, you start thinking. You don't have to be old to die, but when you get there, Praise the Lord, you're not going to be here as long as you've been here. Mm -hmm. Praise the Lord. Not when you get sick, you're not. Praise the Lord. Joshua was 110. 
Praise the Lord. But what I'm saying is, you know, I just sat down there, they, they, they had on the chair and I was getting ready to put it back in the bed. So I came outside and they had a chair outside and I just stood and looked down the hall. And I began to say, you know, one day, unless the Lord take us suddenly, I'm going to be in there. I won't be able to, you know, it's a terrible thing not to be able to get up and go out and get in your car and just ride on down the street. She couldn't do that. Mm-hmm. I left and got him a car and was able to stop the store and get some popsicles on it. Thank you. But see, we don't take time as far away. We, we don't take time to thank God for this. All right. Think we think that we ought to automatically get up in the room. We ought to automatically pray about God go on to our job or tomorrow. You ought to thank Him for the job. Thank you, Jesus. And folks wonder why holding this book all the way around now, humble. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I got something to thank you for. You don't know like I know what he's done for me. You can't tell it. Let me tell it what he's done for me. Uh-huh. Praise the Lord. Right. If he saved your soul like he saw him save my soul, you will say thank you. If he bought you from where he bought me from, you will say thank you. Yes. At least that we can do with the praise. They say we, we are living too fast to thank God when we get up in the morning. We are living too fast to thank God for being clothed in our right mind. Have you ever been over to say it is the best? Have you? you don't have to go over there, but they turn them all out on the street. They don't have to see folks down now with three of these, four, five of these big pop of coats on when it's 90 degrees out there. They don't even have a mind to realize that they're hot. Jesus! You walk around with a polo shirt and sweating, they walk around with two of them big old wintertime pop on, and not a grip of sweat coming anywhere. That's because their mind has not erected the fact that they're hot. Jesus! You ought to thank God, praise God, that you clothed him. Don't take it for granted. Praise God. You didn't do anything, praise God, to have the mind that you have this morning. God did. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you in the morning. Thank you in the noontime. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. The stirring in the folk won't say thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, then you don't have the right mind. That's right. Praise the Lord. Oh, thank you. We are a little too fast to thank God for our eyes. Oh, so that we can see the beauties and the wonders of God. So you can see your loved ones. Yeah. We are living too fast to thank God for the use, the activities of our limbs, yeah. our arms and our hands, so we can yeah. see ourselves. Yeah. Hold our loved ones. Praise the Lord, we're living too fast to fight them for these arms and legs. Praise the Lord, I remember one time when I was in my teens and things, I could get out there and play football and everything else. All I wanted to. Praise the Lord, God, and I find it hard to sit on an exercise bicycle. 10 minutes because of my legs hurt. Praise the Lord, God, praise the Lord, it wasn't always that way. Say, let me know that time is winding up. Let me know, praise the Lord, God, even though I was. That's right. One more like this. That's telling you something. 
God. Unto what? Unto salvation. Not to religion. To everyone that believes. To everyone believe. that believes. To the Jew first. To the Jew first. And also to the Greek. And also to the Greek. Now let's go on down here. This is number one down here. It's, it's so important to look at that number one by the word salvation. Yeah. The Hebrew and Greek words for salvation. Is that the Bible is talking about? Imply the ideas of deliverance, safety, preservation, healing, and soundness. Salvation is the great inclusive word of the gospel, gathering to itself all the redemptive acts and processes as justification. Justification is a judicial act of God. In declaring a sinner righteous on the ground, yeah, of his son, when that sinner believed that Christ died and was buried and rose again yeah. the third day according to the scriptures. That, that's why Romans 5 and 1 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. The word justified or justification means to be declared righteous. Unless a man is declared righteous, he can stand in the presence of God. Because the Lord Jesus Christ is the righteous judge that's going to judge the world by righteousness. That's why you got to put on the full robe of righteousness. You got to be declared righteous. And the only way you can be declared righteous is by the blood of Jesus. Of the apostles. 
We are the apostolic faith because we are under the apostolic doctrine. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And the other church is not God's church. Hallelujah. Let's tell it like it is. Hallelujah. Let's go on back down here with salvation. Is. Redemption. Now, redemption. It means to be purchased. Mm -hmm. And we've been purchased with a price. By the blood of Jesus. That's why the song said, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good. Mm -hmm. And his mercy is good as hell. Let the what? Redeemed of the Lord. You can't say how good God is until you've been redeemed. Redeemed of the Lord. Say so. Mm You know he didn't let you eat this morning, but the Bible says it rained upon the just as well as all But you're not saved. You don't have eternal life. You don't have another body that Paul was talking about. When he said, if this earth is down now, if he was off, I have some other. You don't have that. Hallelujah. God is just feet. Hallelujah. Because they fed the cows on a pile of feet. Hallelujah. But you got to have more than something. Thank you you got to have manna from on high. Hallelujah, God. Hate to see people going to hell because of lack of knowledge. Now, the word of God say, my people do what? Because of what? Lack of knowledge. Lack of knowledge. They just don't know what the Bible says. They don't know how to get saved. They be going to church, praise our God, and they praise our God and be on the usher board and cross saved. That doesn't say to anybody. you got to be born again. You just working with all the pain. Uh-huh. But the Bible said, any man have not the spirit of Christ, he what? Not he he said, you must be, got to be, born again. Now let me get this finished down here. I'm going to have to go this next week. I want to get over here now. to John 3. Yeah, yeah. I just can't get it all in here. Thank God. But I'm going to get as much as I can. Somebody say here. Grace. Grace is God's unmerited faith. Yes. Show to the undeserved man. By grace are you saved. You got no business being saved. Jesus. But by, by, by God's grace, unmerited favor shown to us. By the undeserving man. Now we're talking about all the redemptive acts and processes of the gospel, of salvation, propitiation. I mean, all of God's attributes have been imputed unto you. Imputation of saving, forgiveness, sanctification. And glorification. Salvation is in three tenses. The believer has been saved from the guilt and penalty of sin. Secondly, the believer is being saved from the habit and dominion of sin. Thirdly, the believer is to be saved in the sense of entire conformity to Christ. Salvation is by grace through faith. It is a free gift. And holy without works. Divine order is first salvation, then works. Now you got some church out there tell you, come on, the first thing you do is come in. Come on, go to work. Go back there. You work out your soul's salvation right now? Thank you, Jesus. How are you going to work out your soul's salvation and keep it 17? No salvation there. Thank you, Jesus. People talk about you gotta have money to build a church. To buy a church. I know that. Right. Yeah. God willing, we're gonna build a brand new one here. And they never sold enough. Right. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah. Jesus unchanged. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. 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 And the folk prayed down God was selling him by. And he said, You have made my father's house a dinner house of merchandise. Yes. Uh-huh. And he kicked over the tree and whipped it all yes. out. Yes. 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 Y
the natural man blind, the spiritual truth, and important or powerless to enter the kingdom. To enter the kingdom, but he can neither obey, he can neither obey, understand, understand, nor please God. Nor please God. That's all right. Bible says, "He that comes to God must believe that it is You you got to please God. Yes. It says the new birth is not a reformation of the old nature, but a created act of the Holy Ghost. The condition of the new birth is faith in Christ crucified. Yeah. Through the new birth, the believer becomes a partake of the divine nature yeah. and of the life of Christ Himself. That's why I said when Christ comes into your life, man, I go, how the way you gonna tell me well, if you were to hold on, look, and you still say and you still hold on after you come into that Thank you. If you were the lust, praise of God, if you were shooting up or whatever you would do. Uh-huh. Praise our God. Before you before you went to church, praise our God. You went on down in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. All you did went down in the water dry down and came up with wet. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to change. You're still doing the same. You can tell the truth about the first day. Uh-huh. Set yourself up. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. You know what you want before you went down to Jesus, man. You know what's going down to you up? Walking in the newness of life. Jesus. All right. I'm a living testimony. Yes. I'm a living testimony. But the moment Jesus came into my life, praise God, God came a new creature. Old things passed away. The past put away. God took away the taste, took away the desire. I couldn't tell you what a cigarette tastes like when Jesus came into my life. That's what new, new being born again means. You're not born again with the same tendency. See, you're born naturally doing those things. Right? You have a natural desire to do them. But when Christ comes in and saves you and, and you're born again spiritually, you become a new creature in Christ. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. Amen. Now, that's why the Bible says over here, 1 Corinthians 2 14. I'm going to go to God. I'm going to go to God. 1 Corinthians 2 14 says what? But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually. Yes. And see, the man has two natures, as I said before, the natural man and the spiritual man. Until you're born again by the quickness of God, you're just that. Alive naturally, but you're dead spiritually. And the natural man cannot understand the things that God would have him to do. Yeah, folks, I read the Bible from the front to the back. Yeah. That's all you've ever done until you can say it. See, the Bible was written by men inspired by the Spirit of God. Uh-huh. Until God gives you those books, you never understand the Word of God. You read. But what does it mean? What was Jesus trying to take? Uh-huh. Other than you've got to be born. Thank you, Jesus. It was so amazing that the folk out in the world are not saying, man, tell me, the first one to tell you what the Bible says. Yeah. There's nothing about the Bible for an unsaved man but the thing. Mm-hmm. Everything else is written to the church. Mm-hmm. If you want to get the biggest argument you can find, get somebody that's not saved, and they go to church a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> the Bible says, but who is the Bible talking to? Yeah. Who would James say? Yeah. And the Bible plain plain to tell you that the book of James is written to the twelve tribes. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible says. Thank you, Jesus. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Yeah. I'm saying what I know. I'm the Spirit. As soon as I went to the church, the book I used to work with, God tell me what the Bible says. 
Very good. That's why the Bible says, don't let your, your conversation be vain, vain and all that. Mm-hmm. It's going, it's the way Jesus said, we testify that we would. Alright You don't know anything about why I come to preach. If you don't know anything but, but God so loved the world and you preach so God so loved the world. Well, don't go back to Revelation and tell you I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I tell you one thing, if you preach the God so loved the world, it never come out the same. Thank you. If you preach it a hundred times, mm-hmm. then all of you. But if that's all you know, then the Lord bless you with that. Yeah. Don't try to bring out God and get you with the word of God. Paul said, I'm all things so. I come tonight with you with excellence, he'll speak. Yeah. But I know never say Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Thank you. 